Listen, I have an idea. An idea. An idea. Whatever today has given you Five eleven headaches still call it Thanksgiving True Welcome to another edition of the Super Duper Podcast. I'm your host, Rob Briggs, here with the super producer, Ez McMahon. Yes. <laughs> What's going on, Rob? Man, how you doing? I'm good, my man. How about yourself? I'm doing very well. Glad to be here. This is a new episode of Super Duper Pod. We thank you for listening. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Super Duper Pod. It's S-U-P-A-D-U-P-A-P-O-D. And online at hp53productions.com where you can find our mer merch. I'm rocking a super duper podcast sweatshirt today. And uh, you know, you can find more merch with uh different podcasts, Southside DNA, Scully's hats, sweatshirts. It's definitely a hoodie season. You know, we got some nice weather coming up, right? We're hitting the 60s next few days in Chicago, but still that hawk is gonna be coming real soon to so get you a hoodie. A hat, Scully Wally, Southside DNA, hp53productions.com. And also on the same site, you can find more content such as the Father Good podcast with Kenny Stevenson and Marshall Givens. And that's our own Ez McMahon with the Easy Smoke and GM podcast. What you guys talking about this week? Uh, we talked about those uh, inconsistent bulls, uh-huh. even though they, they are, uh, what are they, 14 and 8 now? Yeah. Second place in the uh, in the East. I mm. guess that's a that's a good thing. But yeah. they had a little little rough week last week and losses with uh lost to the worst team in the NBA, the Houston Rockets, mm. and um, they lost to Miami, which I guess was a, it's not a bad loss. But uh, but but, yeah, but see, nobody goes eighty two and zero, man. You gotta, gotta that's lose right. A that's not, that's very true. Gotta lose a couple true. of them. So man. We, we I guess we're we're starting to get a little bit spoiled here. Yeah, man. No man, listen, this is way better than what it was, but you didn't know who was on the team, right? It's like oh absolutely. You know, yeah. It's yeah. like you know, it's like who hey, who who's that? It doesn't matter. The, he won't be here next year. <laughs> the turnover won't of, be around uh, next year. The, the the turnover of players from the time that John Paxson and guard foreman were were Insane, in charge dude. to now is I mean that's the, the only the only guy that's left is uh is Zach really? Zach yeah. and Kobe. Kobe was uh, Kobe White was uh, was drafted by Gar Packers, yeah. but uh, but yeah, just those two guys. That's it. And one day, Logan says, "Starting Robert Griggs." I went, "Wait, wait, what? Am I late for work? <laughs> Am I late?" And I wouldn't have batted out because I wouldn't have. Known, you know what I'm saying? So he's like, "All right, he's a bull. Yeah. hey man, ten on a ten day." You know what I mean? Nice little check. You know what I'm saying? Child support. <laughs> Shout out to that. So, <laughs> but uh, make sure you check out the Easy Smoke. GM for wait, hold on, hold on. How you feel about the Bears this week, man? <laughs> well, yeah, I got to I got to check in. I they check didn't, in, man. They didn't ruin our Thanksgiving. Well, very true. It was almost. Bad, they almost did. They almost did. It was a almost bad did, game though. too, man. Oh, yeah. Bad, bad game. But they won the game. Mm-hmm. Um, but now they're playing probably the best team in the NFL right now. There's on the Cardinals coming up this weekend. So uh, Smack to the face. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was yeah, funny yeah. On, on the podcast. I was like, we we were looking, wait a minute, what's the weather gonna be on, on Sunday? You know, may, maybe the weather can help us. And uh it's like nice 56. It's gonna be a yeah, nice, but, yeah, nice 50 degree day. That's not that's not cold enough. <laughs> and Kyler's coming back, right? Kyler's coming uh, back. He's supposed to he said he said he he 
He feels like he can play on on Sunday, so we'll, we'll see. Nice but it doesn't matter. Press. They've been they've been winning with Colt McCoy at quarterback, so it, it that doesn't matter. Well, shout out to Colt McCoy. He made he making him some money. Yeah, somebody yeah. gonna give him. You always you always need a backup. Yeah, that's something. And uh, you know, prayers out to Cam Newton. I'm back. Uh, but, so make sure you check out. The- <laughs> That's I not even talk about it, but yeah. I, 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 feel, I do feel bad because it's like he can't catch a break the last couple of years, man. Just, dog, I hate that. I hate that, man. But, you know, ne- you can never brag too early. Just got to got to watch. Got to let the season play out. So make sure you check out the Easy Smoking GM podcast for other Cam news and uh, other NFL and also known as the Bears support group. I check them out on hp53productions.com or anywhere you find your podcast so as it's me and you today you know we didn't get a, we didn't have an episode last week as you were traveling and we were just busy with thanksgiving stuff so hope you guys you usually release an episode on thursday so you guys are hopefully with your families eating catching the itis like your boy did uh but truly man you know the, i guess it could be like a leftover episode how, how was your thanksgiving is it was it was good like i said the uh watch the bears game you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As, as bad of a game it was, whenever the Bears win, it's always a good day. So, uh, yeah. so that made it better. Uh, family came over, um, uh, had my in laws over, mm-hmm. and uh, we ate a lot of food, good food, and uh, yeah, it was a good day. Got a very, Amen. very good day. Good to, good to be around family. Yeah, same here. So uh, we had a mix up. I actually ended up hosting Thanksgiving. I thought my niece was gonna host it. But then it was like, oh, I'm hosting it. My bad. So, but then, you know, everybody, when I said I hosted it, said, what do you make? I said, oh, I made the ambiance. I brought the uh, utensils. And I, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> wait, wait, you got you to gotta have something, man. I made I made dessert. I made the brookies, man. I made some the nice dessert that was, you know. I mean, the fair, host fair is fair supposed proper. to have, like, you know. Hey, man. The, the, the last minute thing. The, I don't know, a meat of some sort or. Now, nah, now, nah, listen, listen, the listen, main listen, side or something. Listen, man. y'all, y'all, y'all heard my mother on this podcast. Cooking is her love language. It's what she does. I leave that to her. Okay, okay. all right. All so right. you know, just she you know, it's all good. They came by the crib. I, I respect that. I respect. Hey, you know, that. listen, listen. The ambiance was crazy. Okay, the utensils <laughs> on point, always rolling. Was there, was there a spoon? Was there a spoon Ooh. for everything? Spoon for everything, okay, juice and okay. water, right. and what you wanted, we made it happen. Man. Right, that's so, cool. That's cool. Yeah, but you know, Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday. I've, I've said, well, actually, the Fourth of July is my favorite holiday. Let me not lie, but I really enjoy Thanksgiving. But I think I overdid it this year. Maybe I'm just getting older. Like you know, I think I ate just too much of the wrong stuff, man. It's just, just like you know, it really hit me in a weird way. Like it ain't even the itis. It's just like Rob. Gotta change that diet, man. It's just that it, it knocked me out, man. But uh, it was worth it though. For one day, yeah, one day is cool. It was delicious, man. But I'm, I'm I had I had the uh, so we ate, I, you know, we ate, and uh, in the middle of the Cowboys and Raiders game, mm-hmm. um, the first uh, doze off happened, <laughs> <laughs> and then you know. Uh, I got up about overtime, about the start of overtime. I had to see the end of the game, mm-hmm. and it was like, "Oh, it's time for seconds." Yeah. <laughs> so we see. got we got some more food, and uh, mm-hmm. we watched a little bit of the what was the what was I don't even remember what the third game was. Saints and uh, Saints and I, Bills. I, yeah, we started watching something else, man. Yeah, no, I've I watched. I, I, I watched well. Football was watching me because uh, 
about the end of the second quarter, I dozed off again. Man, you, you and, uh, are like it. So if we look up the word itis, it's your picture. I, I sure did have with it. A, with a I turkey sure leg in your yes, hand. Sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> No nah, man, oh, wow. like uh, I, 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 I got a couple of places. So again, I'm talking about the plates. I brought these, I brought these platters. And, you know, sometimes the whole the problem is with your Thanksgiving plate is that you can't fit everything really on there. Right, so I bought right, these right. platters because I, I had again ambiance and utensils. That's what I was on point with this, and so I had I bought these platters. It was like, yo, you can lay everything out, and I must say, people like, hey, okay. I'm with it. You can put everything on your plate, have just, just max out. Enjoy, knock it out, man. So platter plates. Oh, platter those, plates, man. They sound like some big plates, man. Hey, man, they were. Shout out to Hefty. And so, uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and so, man, they, they worked out. I got, I knocked out about two of those, but I was really heavy on the desserts, man. This was, this was a dessert year. It was just like, yeah, I'm about to just smash, smash these desserts, man. And so I'm, I'm low-key a neat freak at my house. So because I was hosting, I was just kind of cleaning up behind everybody, wiping this, washing that. You had you had you were this. right behind everybody with coasters. Yeah, and... yeah, yeah. You know, you know, my family know, you know what I'm saying? But it was all good. My pop, <laughs> he spilled his plate. <laughs> my mother, she, I don't know what happened. All of a sudden I looked over and he was looking like my son, like with his eyes being like, sorry. <laughs> it was like, now I would have been like, nah, you are spilling in my house. But she was like, it's all good, Pop. We, we'll knock that out and clear it up, man. But you know the thing about Thanksgiving, right? It's over, and then we immediately are getting ready for Christmas, man. And yeah, uh, right yeah. back into the holiday season. Um, so when when do you feel like it's is when do you feel like it's Christmas time to you? What what are signs for you? Uh, number one, when the tree goes up. In your house or in just the house? In, in the okay. house, yeah. And when does that happen for you? December We're still 23rd. having negotiations about that. <laughs> Right. We're still having those negotiations, uh, mm. but uh, probably I would say probably uh, about the fifteenth. Okay, yeah. yeah, I'm trying yeah. to put mine up this weekend, man. Yeah, yeah we'll see. We'll see how that goes. But you know, for me though, like so, my, when I growing up, my parents weren't big on decorations, right? They one more thing they bought the tree, you gotta yeah. have a tree, yeah. right? But it was like, y'all gonna put the tree up? Okay, <laughs> so me and my sister did it, but. When I feel like it's Christmas, I when so at my church, my mother will sing Jesus over the wonderful child. And when she does that, it feels like Christmas. That's when I know it's on the way. All and right. then when I hear Santa Claus go straight to the ghetto, like randomly on the radio, that's when it's like, all right, all right, it's Christmas time, man. Uh, and I'd be scared to listen to Christmas music like after Christmas Day. It's like, I feel like something bad gonna happen. It does, like, no, you know, it just doesn't feel right. Yeah, it's like out of place. For they're sure, all, right? they're, they're, they sound like awful songs, but but at this point now, they sound great. Listen, I heard, I was watching Hawkeye, I was talking about Hawkeye later, and I heard Gingerbread Man by Sammy Davis Jr. Have you heard the song? Gingerbread Man. Yo, it is amazing. I mean, it's like, yo, Sammy Davis. And like you said, if I would have heard this in October, I'm like, what is this crap? Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, Christmas all Christmas time? songs sound amazing mm -hmm. in this this time of the year. So right after, and I'm good right after Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. Start playing. We we can go. Yeah, hey, I did. So I made a soul holiday list. It's like been three years in the making, and so I got it just right where I wanted. So I played it Sunday, and I was like, okay, here we go. This this list is hitting. 
This old list is hitting. Got some Johnny Taylor's Christmas song. My parents gonna love that when they hear that. <laughs> they be going, that's Johnny Taylor? Yeah! <laughs> what, what, what's, his, what's his song? Uh, I probably can't even say it on the podcast. I can't think of the title right now, man. But I, it was like, is that Johnny Taylor? Look at the title. It was like, Johnny Taylor. Some, some like, oh, Santa Claus needs some loving. Yeah, there you go. Santa Claus needs some loving. You've heard it. You've heard it. Remember that one. <laughs> you heard it. Yes, you have. But it sounds, hey, Johnny Taylor. Hey, hey, I'm with it. I'm with hey, it. Hey, man, Santa Claus needs some loving. He ain't lying. He ain't lying. He's like, he's like, hey, baby, it's been a long night. You dig? <laughs> the reindeer sleeping. Okay. I need a I'm, gift. I'm with it. I'm with it. Yeah, man. So, but so I told you though. Oh, oh! After Thanksgiving, I hurt my back. Still don't know how I did it. You know, signs of being uh, old. Uh, I got, I got some ideas, but I can't pinpoint exactly what. But either way, man, my back was out Friday night. So, well, actually Thursday night, one Friday. So, you know what I did? Watched a bunch of movies, man. I mean, the, mean the chipmunks had negotiations. Like, listen, you guys leave me alone. I leave y'all alone. <laughs> how about that? You know what I'm saying? I'll feed you when you're hungry. Uh, you just let me know what you need. But that ain't even a minute, guys. And, uh, but no, all, all jokes aside, man, I, I watched uh, Night Teeth on uh, Netflix. And so, because it will have. I haven't seen that one. Yeah, it has a woman, Debbie Ryan, in it, who I got a crazy crush on. You can go ahead and Google her. Uh, you'll understand why. And uh, so that was like, I was like, ah, you know, she's in it. I'll give it a whirl. The best movie? No, of course not. But it was entertaining at two in the morning when you're back hurting and you can't go to sleep. <laughs> it's like, well, I'll watch yeah, this. You could, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I've, I've yeah, had those yeah. watches. No problem. Yeah, it's just like, you know, it's like, that's how I found my favorite movie, Just Friends, with Ryan Reynolds. I love that movie. I was, I never forget, I was sick. It was like 2004, five, and I was sick. And I stayed in the condo, man. And I just couldn't go to sleep. And Just Friends came up from the beginning. And I like was laughing so hard. That was one of my favorite movies to this day. So I caught Night Teeth on Netflix. Is this uh, like they, a vampire? It's a vamp. Yeah, it's a vampire okay. movie, which ain't okay. even really my deal. But you know, again, Google Debbie Ryan. And so uh, it was. It was cool. And then you know, obviously, I'm watching Hawkeye on Disney Plus. But one show that I caught. Now, have you seen uh, Kevin Hart's True Story? I haven't actually. Um, we actually watched um, Red Notice. That is great. That's yeah, we watched we watched that tonight, right after you know the first preview that came on. That's great. Was uh, was True Story? Yeah, 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 so yeah. I'm definitely gonna catch True Story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Red and Notice I didn't. I thought good. it was a movie. I didn't realize it's a it's a it's, it's a, a series. So same here. So I was like, oh man, don't want to dedicate seven forty five minute intervals of my life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's a, yeah. that's a commitment. Yeah. And so and then at first I was like, I'm gonna watch something else because you know sometimes you got to be in a mood for for a thing. And I was like. Seven hours. I was like, well, you know, I support Kevin Hart. You know what I'm saying? Turn it on. And you're like, you hooked from the beginning. I won't give anything away since you're watching it. Um, I'm going to watch it soon. But it was great. And then when it was over, it was like, man, that was really good. And, you know, on one hand, you look at Kevin Hart and you're like, he is constantly self-promoting. You know what I'm saying? It seems like, right, it's always, I'm here, I'm here. It seems like he's everywhere. But I realized, man, you know, we probably are taking Kevin Hart for granted and uh, his rise to stardom and now moguldom, if you're keeping it a buck, because yeah, yeah. 
he really does everything and that's no cap i mean you know you think about like the lol network that stuff the content he has on there he has a podcast like he hosts things and now these deals he has with netflix i mean you right. know, he has to you know these are not small things and when you look at it like the money is coming right to his pocket you know what i'm saying like the comedy specials like even prior to the pandemic he was on a roll you know what i mean and uh you know and you and you just if you used to be so used to seeing him all the time right and it's like you know maybe he'd be he'd be on espn he'd be on this and he'd just be somewhere cracking jokes and it's like he must have a mother movie out but then you look up the movie's number one you yeah. know what i'm saying and if you know you keep it a buck you were entertained right would it be the greatest movie or probably not but you know you were entertained he gave you what you were looking for. You know what I'm saying? He cracked some good jokes. It's a good story. Had in mind. And uh, like I said, with true story, you're really going to enjoy it, man. We make sure I want to hear your feedback on the next time on the next episode. But um, it's kind of got me thinking about Kevin Hart more. And it's easy to think that all of this just happened. Right. I mean, you know, you hear his story, you hear him talking about it. It's like it's been a lot of years of him working, but you know it's been years of focus and consistent work. Oh, he, man, he's he's twenty years into the game now, man, and that's and that crazy. Yeah, and it's yeah. like and you and you and you think about all the comics that were on, you know, Comic View, and you know what I'm saying Def Comedy Jam that are nowhere near what Kevin Hart is doing, and you know you you know a lot of that it may be it's a level of favor. Uh, level of luck and just whatever hard work and, and whatever goal you put into it man but you know when he was doing soul playing you would you never you would not he's probably the only person probably he wouldn't even think that he would have be where he is from doing a soul playing movie you know what i'm saying it's just like all right we'll make it he said he said before he thought he thought it was over after that <laughs> yeah man <laughs> because you know bad. Uh yeah yeah um uh, don't don't I love Soul Play. Well hold on and I was about to say let me take that back. I think people like to say it's bad. It's I, actually not that bad. Whenever whenever it pops on the TV, you watching it? Huh? I'm in, man. <laughs> I'm in on Soul Play, man. I did not think it was a bad movie, but mm-hmm. uh, it was not you know critically acclaimed. But I thought it was I. I, and I, I like stupid comedies like that, yeah. so uh, so I thought it was great. But mm-hmm. uh, but it's just, it's just hard work, man. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. what it is. Uh, one of my favorite early parts of his was uh, the Forty Year Old Virgin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, oh, uh, yeah, he comes into the Him store, Rico. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. That, but he that always nails and, it, man. That back and forth was perfect. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. just perfect. Um, but yeah, it's just it's just been hard work, and and now he's you know he's seeing the fruits of his labors, and he's not resting. Not you at know, all. He's he's continuing to go, and and he I feel like he's a uh, a very down to earth type of cat. Um, you know, very grounded, uh, very grounded. Stays you know tight to his group. Um, I don't know if you if you ever listen. You talked you brought up the uh, the LOL network. Mm-hmm. But uh, he does a show on Tuesdays and Thursdays on Serious Radio you know, on Serious uh, with the Plastic Cup Boys. That's mm-hmm. his, uh, I guess, his comedy, his his group, his guys. Mm-hmm. You know, that they, they go go back to his days in Philly. His Wu Tang, right? It's, yeah, yeah, and they mm-hmm. are, you know, as a collective, hilarious. Wow, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they just, you know, they, you know, they shoot, they 
basically shoot the shit for two hours and it is is gold man i, I mm. you know every time i'm in the car on oh, tuesday or thursday it's like let me let me hit them up see if see if they're on um, oh, wow. so and, and that's and that i mean he doesn't have to do that now no it's for them it's yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's for them it's for so them. uh well, i mean well probably too i mean you know no so you know he did interview with the breakfast club and, and to your point is like and i suggest everybody check out the interview on the breakfast club i saw it on youtube it just came out because obviously he's promoting the true story and he was talking a lot about like ownership and to your point even though he doesn't have to do it like you know he now owns the platform by which this is work so he you know even though the platform is to promote the people that's on his team he gets on it because again that he owns it as well he wants it to do well he know if he's a part of it people will probably watch it most likely, you know, listen to it or watch it more likely than not. But the interview in the Breakfast Club is like, you could see him. Uh, it was real inspiring, man. He was real comfortable. Like you said, he was himself still, still grounded. And you you, you could tell he richer. You know what I'm saying? You can look at his sweater. It's like, that's a nice sweater. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like, like they just ripped it off an animal and literally put that on your body, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the only sweater like that made. He's talking about he wear crystals. Like, crystals, man. Crystals, what is going on? But I mean, and now we don't know hey stuff. It's like, bro, I, I, that kind of thing existed. But, you know, it was really just cool to see, like, you know, I've seen a lot of Kevin Hart interviews, but this one just hit me different. It was like, yo, he He's really settled in himself. And he was talking a lot of just about, you know, learning more and doing more and being more. And one, he made a comment, you know, it's about finding information, getting more information. And he sounded a lot like Kobe, right? Where it's like, you know, and that's something they got in common. They work hard. And they ask a lot of advice. Like something that uh, I think what people, we know now about Kobe, but, you know, you people thought Kobe was a loner. I mean, he probably worked by his thing was if you can't work with me or work as hard as I do and get up out of here. Right. That was Kobe's thing. But he all but Kobe just was going to outwork anybody. The one thing about Kobe that we learned, you know, when he when he passed, God bless the dead, my rest of soul, is that, uh, you know, he asked a lot of people who were the best in their field for their advice, you know, talk to Michael Jackson, talk to different, he'll go to run up to some director or some animation person, like, how do you do this? Tell me what you do. You know what I'm saying? Like just being a student, Kevin Hart talks about the very same thing. He brought, he was like, you know what? He said, talk to Tyler Perry. He was like, only Tiffany Haddish and Kevin Hart are one are only two people who ever asked Tyler Perry for advice. And it was like, wait, what? Isn't that crazy? Right. It's like and really? he was talking about how like Tyler Perry is just on another level of just business acumen. And it wasn't like he was he, he, he was here. So he's like, you know, he's not a rocket scientist, but he just knows the right questions to ask. Talk about Tyler Perry. And he was like, look, Marvel is using his stages yeah. <laughs> for movies. It's like if you in Atlanta trying to make a movie, you got to go through Tyler Perry, no matter who you are. And it's like that's the people you should be connecting and contacting. And he started making a point about like, you know, Oprah and Tyler Perry and himself, the blueprint to being a professional, uh, to being a successful black professional is ownership and, 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 and IP, right. And just like you know, intellectual property and also being able to be a partner, not a work for hire. Like, I mean, he, it was really like, it was a real businessy interview. You know what I'm saying? He didn't intend it that way. Not they didn't either, but like, it's like, you know, it really came off like on some like, this is, these are the keys 
to the game. And I mean, he, he's not wrong, right? You know, new, the goal, if you're trying to do something for yourself or whatever, is not to be a work for hire forever, right? It's like, how can we partner with you to make this work? Um, but I thought it was great. So I, I encourage everybody to listen to the interview because there's a few things I got from the interview that I want to share with everybody, you know, that I took away from it. Because he talked about this, what's your portfolio, right? That was one question he, he kind of brought up. And it's like, what when you look at your life and all things you're doing what's your portfolio right did you just and now you don't you don't be it's not about being ashamed of it or comparing to somebody else but you take inventory of like you know what am i doing like what what do i have in front of me right and so you also take inventory of you know what do i have in front of me that's working for me that i can work on or what is in front of me that's kind of taking my time that's that's wasteful you have to get rid of that, you know what I'm saying? Because I, if I get rid of this, I can work on these other things. And you look at Kevin Hart's portfolio, we kind of went through all the, you know, LOL network, Sirius, you know, he got a company, SBH, what was it? Short, Black and Handsome with him and the Charlemagne, the guy doing like audio podcast stuff. It's like, dude, this dude is everywhere. And it's like, he talked about just the whole, whenever you open one door, it's access to other doors. And it was just like, you know, you just start seeing more stuff. You're like, I never thought I'd be in this in these spaces, but I just opened one one place, other just started opening. Something else, you know, what does success mean to you? Right. He talked about this, just how, you know, it's not even about money necessarily. Like, you know, we all unfortunately deem we 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 consider something successful when it makes a lot of money. And you know, we and we all know that that's not always the the best way to measure success you know we know people uh that have all the money or a lot of money that are not happy at all and are very miserable now let's keep it a hundo let's keep it a buck having some money makes things a lot easier <laughs> you know what i'm saying but you know what does success mean to you it doesn't mean you know having a successful production company shout out to hp53 does it mean you know having a healthy family life have a peace at home like whatever these things are are you working toward this success? So you, but you have to define what it means to you and not necessarily what it means to other people for you, what it means to you. And then sticking to that, like making that your flag, like planting your flag. This is what success means to me. Like for real, me, me the more I think about it, success, success for me is definitely raising some really good children to be good people that can take care of themselves. So what that goes into is I got to be an exact, you know, I can't tell them to go after their dreams and to work hard and to try and not give up. And I'm not doing it. You know what I'm saying? So like all that goes into it. But like, so I think people have to define what success means to them. Another thing I took away, you have to learn to be comfortable in your own skin. So we talked about like, talked about how you just showed up to the uh, interview, just chilling, but it was like, you know, Okay, and this is no shade, but like Russell Wilson, right? You imagine Russell Wilson at the house talks differently than he does in his interviews, right? You know what I'm saying? It's like the way, like you ever heard of Russell Wilson interview? And man, maybe he talks the same, you know, maybe he's just that way, but it sounds, know, it sounds I, I like- like I feel he might be the same cat. But but, I feel, <laughs> let, me, but let me say this way. I, it feels like a lot of times he's trying to give the right answer or trying to give you this persona. And maybe I'm, just, maybe I'm judging wrong. Because again, shout out to the man who got Sierra. Shout out to Sierra. Google her too. Yeah. I, no, I don't need to, I don't I don't need to don't well you know it's always good to give Sierra a good Google you know shout out to Sierra <laughs> there ain't nothing wrong with that um but with Kevin Hart it's like you know even when you were seeing him like on at the all-star game on ESPN or these random shows 
for the most part, he was being himself, right? It's like he's just cracking regular jokes that you figure he'd probably be cracking at home if he could, you know what I'm saying? And he never, never seen. And so and he was saying, you know, when you're just yourself in a room, you can you're not trying to act for anybody. So you're making some real good decisions for the person that you are. And I mean, I know there have been instances professionally where I was like, you know, let me let me not necessarily be different, but let me give them the image that I think they need to see that they know that they want to see. And, and when I think about that, that when I think back on those situations, that never worked out as good until I started just being the real Rob Griggs. And that's when I started being more successful. And I think just being comfortable in our own skin just means accepting our flaws and, and, and being honest about what we're good at, right? It's not always about the bad stuff. It's just like, well, you're good at something, you know? He, he said in plenty of interviews that he wasn't good at school. You know, the beginning of his life was all messed up, but he knew it was funny. He could work, outwork anybody. Gotta know what you're good at, man. And I think just being, you know, he's a short guy. So he, it's funny, they made a joke. They said something about, uh, I'm gonna screw up. Actually, I'm gonna screw up the joke. So I just make sure you listen to what they made a comment. He thought they were making a short joke. And it's like, no, we were asking about something else. He's like, I'm so used to people making fun of me being short, man. You know, but it's like, he's just... He's just comfortable in his own skin. I guess having a bunch of money does that to you as well. But still, it's nothing to say with you and you're not having money self. You still can be comfortable in your own skin. Right. People, people still want to be around somebody who's comfortable in themselves, right? That, that attracts people for sure. Um, one thing I thought that was really brilliant was like, you got to connect all of your wins and your projects. Like how do, so you're working on a lot of stuff, great. How do they all connect? Because when you think about it, right? He got a movie. It's connected to this. You see what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's like, it's not just, it's very rarely like a random one-off thing, right? It's like, these all, this is a domino. So that takes a level of planning. You know what I'm saying? You have to sit down and go, all right, what are we trying to do? And I know, I know this is a Rob Griggs thing. I'm the king of one-offs. I'm trying to stop that. You know what I'm saying? I'll knock this out, boom, that was great. But then what does that mean in the larger picture, right? And so I think getting to a point of, because that, that gets to like, what's the bigger goal, right? What's the what's the biggest thing that we're trying to accomplish? And if you if you can handle that, then then you start making better decisions. And then, you know, I can't do that. That's not fitting my goal. I got to do this. This fits perfectly with my goal. That, that, that then, shout out to Shakita Torres, you know, you're talking about boundaries in our, on our old episode that helps you set clearer boundaries because you have a clearer plan, have things set in motion. Um, so, you know, how does everything that you're doing, how does it connect? Like, you know, if, if you are trying to be a professional, you know, chef and you got these projects going on, how do they connect to whatever your goal for being a chef is, right? And that's how you have to work it. And that's when all, then the things are coming together when it really makes sense. So just connect. How do your projects connect? Make sure you connect everything that you're working on. The thing he talked about, he's like, look, at the end of it, at the end of it, y'all can say what y'all want to about me, that I'm not funny, whatever, yada, yada, yada. But when I'm done, look at my results. And he was like, just look at the numbers I've done. Look at everything I've done. It's there. And so which begs the question, what's your proof, right? What's the proof that you did what you said you were going to do? You know what I'm saying? And, that, and again, that metric can be money. It can be impact. It can be time saved, time earned, you know, network connection. But there has to be some proof that what you were working on is working. So like, what's the proof? What are the results? That's, you know, metrics are big, 
not just to show like, you know, you got this many likes, this much engagement, yada, 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 but to show that what we're working on, what you're doing, it's working or not, right? That's what, that's what the measurements show you. It's working or it's not working. You can use the data to figure out to keep, okay, we're going to keep doing this or we're going to stop doing this and go, go a different direction for sure. Uh, another thing, we talked about Kevin Hart being a very hard worker. And I'm just sitting there listening to like, how in the world does he do all this? I mean, I really, I was sitting, I, I sat down, I was like, how does, because, you know, he's working out, right? You know, I follow Kevin Hart on Instagram. So he works out. You know, he had the whole Nike campaign. He's running every day or running whatever, right? Got this Chase Bank fitness thing. Got all the other stuff we're talking about. Got a whole other stuff. He's married, you know what I'm saying? Got children, got an ex-wife trying to make, you know, all this stuff work. But he seems to do it. Now, on that last Netflix special he had, we kind of did the background documentary. You, you see that brother tired all the time. You know what I'm saying? Like, he don't sleep at all. Um, but what it made me realize is that, like, you can really get a lot done in a day. Like, if I keep it 100, like, there are times I'm going, ooh, I didn't watch two episodes of this show. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, how did that? Uh, this, and these 45, how did that, that hour and a half just blew by, right? Now, I'm not saying that every minute has to be like, I ain't working, I'm hustling, I'm grinding. I'm No, I no longer prescribe to that. But my thing is this, subscribe to that. But my thing is this, you can still get a lot done in a day, right? You know, you, you can get some stuff. You can really knock out your day. And I think a lot of it is being focused about what's important. When Matt, that kind of gets back to the whole, what's your plan? Like, what's the big strategy and the goal? And you understand, all right, this needs to be done today for me to be successful and me to reach my, for me to reset a goal. So that can definitely get done. I mean, you know, it's like the Beyonce effect. They say Beyonce at the same 24 hours as the rest of us. I really believe the good Lord Jesus gave Beyonce an extra hour just because, you know, she who she is. But anyway, we all got the same. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Beyonce. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just shouting out all my questions today. Um, but yeah, definitely. We all got the same 24 hours, man. But it's like, how are we using it? And, and you know, it's, it's something else. It's just thinking about that, like, we we want this level of stardom and fame, but that's not the goal. It's like just how you know they yeah, that happens to some people, right? They 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 are famous just means more people know them than they know you. That's all. And then people yeah. just get to leverage their fame into other things, and people get to you know use that fame to to sell or buy things. But the truth is, like, how productive are you being in your own life? Like, if you know. You, with your family, with your friends, your own personal life, like how productive are you being? And if you never get famous, that's cool, especially, but if, you know, if you're productive and you're successful the way you, you want, you define success, right? Uh, then that that's what matters. And just a couple more things, man. Time waits for no one. Like we talked about how, you know, Kevin Hart's sold playing, been in the 20 years, you know what I'm saying? So he's our age, right? I mean, him, I, he's about, uh, two weeks older than I am and it's like you know he, he spent the last 20 years grinding looking up you know you look up he's now Kevin Hart you know what I'm saying and it's like you know all these things happen and you know it's time moves in the blink of an eye like what are you doing with your time what are we doing with our time what are we doing with our efforts in those times like that really because because when you look up time waits for no one 
If you don't have, you know, you don't know what's gonna happen two weeks, tomorrow, next day, next year, pandemic it hit, right? It's like, what you gonna do? So if you're gonna do it, do it now. There's no time like the present. And we've said it a few times, man. It's the last thing. Nothing beats hard work. Nothing does, man. Now it has to be focused, right? Again, Kevin, I know again, this is Rob. I'm I'm, I'm back on the couch. Shakira ain't even here, and I'm back on the couch. But it's like, you know, it's not just about working to be working or doing stuff just to be doing. Like, it has to be focused hard work. Like, you're working hard, but you know why. You know what I'm saying? Again, all these points connect. You got a strategy. You got a bigger plan, a big picture, big goal. Then it's like go time. You know what I'm saying? Nothing beats hard work. Like, you know, The Rock and Kevin Hart seem to get along because they're they the same type of person. You know what I'm right. saying? It's like shoot and you sure they said all right red notice coming out in this time all right you know i'll put my movie out two weeks later right they ain't, they ain't stupid they can play each other you know what i'm saying but like red notice was number one a couple weeks boom true story number one right after that man and so like you know they do movies together but they probably understand each other they work the same like the rock was giving a speech and he was like yeah i get it before i am and i was like dang 4 a.m that's crazy and he said to somebody, he was like, no, you'll never outwork me. And it, he was like, wait, wait, no, no, stop. You will never outwork me. And it put some fear in my heart. Like, dang, that's, <laughs> that's something. But, you know, that's something to say, man. You Like, that was Kobe's thing. You will never outwork me. Like, Kobe had, Kobe had a point where he was like, listen, I train, if you train three times a day for so many hours a day, every day, right? After a while, people just want to, you, you have, would, you would have trained so much more than the average person. They'll never catch you. And you'll be confident in your abilities because you already know just by pure time alone, they haven't worked as much as you have worked. Like, imagine that mindset, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know you haven't worked as much as I worked. So I'm very confident in my ability to win or to, to do what I'm trying to do very well, man. So uh, I do encourage you guys to check out True Story. Definitely check out the interview from the Breakfast Club. Kevin Hart was dropping some real gems. I don't think he was trying to, man. He was trying to just promote this movie. But I must say, I heard a lot of, like, business tips, life tips, uh, you know, just in it, man. You know what I'm saying? Just it's just like get, getting your mind, your heart, your spirit right. And that, that allows you to be the best version of yourself. And he looks like he's the best version of himself right now. And, and again, he ain't perfect, but you've seen a bunch of his screw-ups publicly, man. Uh, but the dude keep on trucking. Yep. Definitely does, man. So, you know, uh, I hope you, 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 again, you might get something different, but that's a few of my takeaways from that particular interview with the Breakfast Club. But check it out, man. Shout out to the Breakfast Club, too. So um, that's our show for today. Just wanted to make sure we just check back with everybody. I uh, hope you guys had a great Thanksgiving and making sure you have a wonderful holiday. Um, Ed, did I miss anything? No, I think you covered it all. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, this is going to be a sad note we end on, but this news just came out about Clarence Avon, you know, as that's the guy, uh, the black godfather, they had the Netflix special about him produced by Reginald Hutland. So I heard some sad news today that his wife was uh, shot and killed in an attempted break-in in their home in Beverly Hills. And I also saw in the LA Times, you point out to me, man, about, uh, you know, Terrence Jade, a former host of BET on BET, 
you know, he and some friends were also uh, as attempted robbery, but he was able to get away. And apparently there's a rash of other robberies that are happening in like Beverly Hills and LA right now. So they're trying to create a task force. But the, the story that we're focused on is of course, Clarence Avon and his 81 year old wife uh, being shot and killed. And it's like, you know, you work, he worked his whole life to, right. To give what, you know, protect his family and live a nice life. And, and then this happens, you know what I'm saying? So just praying for him, his peace, uh, you know, and, and that his wife rests well, soul rests well. Uh, yeah, that's, that's sad. And that was really sad to hear and to see. Because when I read it, I thought, oh, maybe she was sick or something. And I'm like, wait, she was robbed? Wait, wait, they shot her? Like, what are you doing? You know what I'm saying? Like, she wasn't uh, fighting y'all. I know she wasn't fighting y'all. Yeah. No, you know what I'm saying? She, she Not at all. Maybe, that's you know, never, that should never happen. Never, never have happened, man. And, you know, it, and it, it's wild. This crime in Chicago is hitting. You know what I'm saying? It's like a lot of these uh, city alerts and, you know, that you see with a lot of crime happening. But it seems like it's happening all over, man. And, uh, you know, just everybody be careful, be mindful. Um, yeah, it's, 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 it's just, again, praying for his family. Mr. Avon, like, you know, I'm sure this is uh, that's his wife. He's been married to his wife for a very long time. She's been with him. Through all the successes is ups and downs. So that this was, I'm sure it's um definitely definitely a sad moment for them and the family. So be that's why we always say take care of yourselves and each other. Like that's not just a something a throwaway statement we say at the end of the episode. We mean that. Uh so again, take care of yourselves and each other. Uh God bless you. This is the super duper podcast. That's champagne, real pain, real pain, champagne from you and I. Wait, you a lie? Now that's champagne, if you was I, would you be off on this campaign? Is it suicide? If you know that bringing hope here is how careers die. Or do the case stand for kamikaze? For Jay Silent, it's everywhere you can feel them falling. Sure, lately, I've been up late with what? demons in my basement trying to get me to hate this. What? Life thinking I should be further, and then I choke up. As soon as I got silent, then the truth spoke up. This is how you know you ain't perfect. Let that soak up and soak in. You know how you know that you're blessed. I woke up.